Hi loves, welcome to a new episode of Alternative Perspective with Vivian. My name is Viv and welcome, welcome, welcome. Today's episode is on ghosting and one of my favorite topics is actually ghosting because there's this, um, was, would I say mindset that ghosting is bad, but I feel like I want to give my own opinion of why ghosting is not all bad. Let me start with my introduction. For me, ghosting is a very important tool in terms of revoking access to people that are draining your energy, okay? For me as a person, from my perspective, I never saw ghosting as somebody, as something that people used to do on loved ones in the sense that you ghost somebody that you're in a relationship with, that's cowardly. You ghost, um, you ghost, I don't know. That's the way it's fuzzy for me is the way I'm saying it. I didn't know that that's how it was. For me, ghosting has always been a protective mechanism, all right? And it's something that can be used for good and something that can be used for bad. There have been different instances that we've all experienced in which somebody ghosted us and we thought to ourselves, wow, wouldn't it have been best to have a conversation? But that's when I realized why ghosting was important to me. I feel like ghosting is important because it's a protective mechanism, as I said before, and it's something that is important in a world in which people are not emotionally intelligent. A lot of people can't have these conversations in which they part ways, so they would rather disappear as opposed to address it. Now, there are two ways about it. There are people that can't have that conversation, right? And there are people that can have the conversation but know that the person that they're going to speak to is not going to be receptive to it. Because like I said, society majorly isn't emotionally intelligent and a lot of people don't like to be held accountable. Now, self-accountability is something that I'm very big on because I'm self-aware. I hold no judgment to people that are not self-aware, but I know that it itches me when I see people not being able to hold themselves accountable, not being able to reflect on their actions, needing to project and put it on other people. I've really, really matured beyond that. So if I'm see if I'm in that environment, I know that this is not my playground. Do you get me? So that's how I feel ghosting is. Like, okay, ghosting. Like one thing I've used ghosting for in the past when I was known as WRIP baby. When we were w and we had like all these like toxic relationships and all of that oh ghosting came in ghosted best friends ghosted ex-boyfriends ghosted boyfriends because there were games that were being played that were enjoyable i won't lie to you now i want to just make it clear because we're really evolving on this space i want to again i must thank you for being a consistent listener this is a narcissist hating space and majority majority of the society majority of the world majority of the world isn't no i wouldn't say that because that's not scientifically correct a large percentage of the world is filled with people with narcissistic tendencies and people that are narcissists all right percentages i've not researched so i can't give it to you but it's not everybody that is easily diagnosed as a narcissist all right but I can tell you from personal experience that I'm very well versed in narcissism because that's something that I've seen persistently in my in my community in society. I've understood how life works based on being on the job. I've understood how people are naturally. A lot of people are actually, I don't want to use the term bad, but that's the first word that came to my mind because a lot of people are very much lost, okay? So there's just this dark energy around and it's persistent. It's more than people that shine. So when people that shine are in these environments are just roaming through life, they want to attack. They want to reduce you. They want to degrade you, you know? And nobody has time for that. Honestly, I can't that's not my playground like i said but this is what i mean when i say ghosting these are the kind of people that you ghost okay we'll get to that i think i wrote this down because i have some uh yes i have a section where i say the people worth ghosting so we get back to that let's start with the first question i love this introduction the my first question for you is when did you first ghost someone can you remember for me yeah i'll say this I like I, I like stories in which one <laughs> I like stories in which one has ghosted someone that wasn't worth it. Like you don't even need to have that conversation. Does that make sense? I like those stories. So I wonder what your first ghosting story is. And after you had that situation, did you like feel some kind of rush? Like, oh my God, maybe I could do this again for the right person. Do you get me? Yeah, I really believe in ghosting the right people. 
so yeah when did you first go someone feel free to reach out and let me know yeah the second one second one because i wanted to glaze over this but i said it's good to have a balanced perspective what's the first memory of you being ghosted <laughs> in my notes i put omg by the side ah, nobody wants to remember their first memory of being ghosted <laughs> me as viv no i've not been ghosted me as we've I've not been ghosted. Other versions of, of me have. And everybody has that experience, you understand? <laughs> I do not claim those stories and I do not shame those stories. Everything that I see people do and plus myself's experience, I feel like it's something that is generated as wisdom. For my higher self, for me, the shadow self, you know, it's different versions. And I really like that because like I said, I feel more comfortable when I'm split into like, compartments is easier yeah it's easier so what was i saying first memory of being ghosted w was the first person to experience that r.i.p once again no 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 no. but i like that oh let me tell you something and i feel like if i go down this rabbit hole i don't know if i'll be able to come out but hopefully i remember for another story but my point is that in terms of like my past self her story i love how with each heartbreak that came from ghosting oh she turned it into gold oh that's why versions of you have to die because when you go through stuff like okay ghosting it brings about heartbreak right fine the heartbreak is used for you to bloom for example when i became vive as a person it was through heartbreak and trauma and what did i do hmm it's true hold on hold on hold on madame came first let's say madame came in may and madame came after somebody ghosted right that person came and around the time when madame came we were working out we were eating well we we're adding weight the body was banging we we're working on our mind we were doing all kinds of beautiful things right okay then i came in december and when I came, like, <clears throat> I just knew that I was going to turn shit around for myself. And I did because I'd already used the wisdom from everything. So what am I saying about ghosting? Ghosting causes heartbreak, right? But it's really something that in the past, my past self, even from when we first got, got to ghosted for the first time, used it to create gold. So if you've ever been ghosted before, trust me, use that heartbreak, lean into it dive into it allow yourself to metaphorically die and be reborn i mean it trust me because the person i was before before i was ghosted and the person i was after was 10 times better that when the person came back i sent the person running okay i didn't send the person running ah don't come and lie <laughs> don't lie don't lie i didn't send the person running but what happened was that the person came back right and I ghosted the person. Oh, how did I do it? Okay, so the person came back talking about, oh, they love me, blah, 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 blah. You know, people are just crazy. They go, they come back. Anybody that thinks that they can pick you up and drop you, pick you up and drop you is a sick person and you accept your boundary. So this person came. So what happened was that, oh, I played along, I played along. I sat down, I watched. There's, there's just something that I do where I just sit down, I look, I look, I look when i was ready so the person thought that the person the person thought that they had come back in <laughs> time passed time passed i just woke up and i said time to block and i just blocked the person you know that's the kind of person i am and this is why i think ghosting is beautiful ghost if they ghost you you ghost back there's always a way that these things come back to you i promise ghosting is actually a beautiful dance if you know how to do it and i'll tell you this as a person that has been ghosted what you've experienced right okay is that um what's the right word is that is that me being confusing when i say as a person that has been ghosted because all my selves are within me i just want to understand where we stand because i literally don't like to explain things but i feel like to be engaging and compassionate i, I must do so it's not really my real form and i feel like hmm, maybe when we enter some episodes from now i wouldn't explain as much i feel like it's okay to actually not understand if at this point you don't understand and sometimes people don't even care to understand they're just listening so yeah i think i should stop doing that i think that's a people pleasing thing so i'm glad that it helps me to realize it yeah okay so my thing is from stories 
stories of my past selves being ghosted, right, have enabled one to know how to ghost as Vive. Remember I said that different versions of myself have died, come back, um, new ones have come out or more embodied ones, you know, stripped away old skin, embodied new skin, right? All that wisdom obtained is what I've utilized as Vive now is why I can have a podcast in which I'm giving free game. Are you getting me? So I'm like the child of all these experiences of my past selves. Oh, that's such a beautiful analogy. Ah, oh, that just came to my mind as I said it. Wow, wow, wow. I want that's that's me. That's the final explanation. Like the birth of everything, the birth of the past. That's why I can recall these stories and say back then or me. It's still me, but ugh, now I'm the best version of me and I don't want the stories to be colliding I don't want you to think that's not me again no like that's why those names are there because honestly me as Vave don't worry let me continue talking so basically with the whole ghosting thing the hurt that has come out from it and being ghosted one learns how to ghost do you get me for every pain that you obtain in life transmute it into wisdom is by going through like the heartbreak of certain things and failing in something that you can use it again. It's by being ghosted, understanding how it works, how it hurts, that you can then do it for somebody else that deserves it. I'm just telling you what it is. The game is the fucking game. It is what it is. And I'm telling you that you can use things to your advantage. If something is labeled as bad, don't be afraid to look at it and see what's the good version of it and how can it be utilized the best way? Because as far as I'm concerned, ghosting the right people is very productive. You are adding to society. And let me tell you something, if you want a very good ego rush, ghost the right people you feel this strength inside of you you understand i want i say ego rush because sometimes to serve our ego is to protect it the ego is not so bad so that's another thing that people may look at as bad and say oh ego no there's a healthy ego there's a good side to ego there's something that comes from understanding it do you get me so ghosting is actually for me like i said a protective mechanism and also a form of boundaries a lot of people cannot have intelligent conversations about the emotion. A lot of people don't want to feel shamed or embarrassed. I didn't even know that human beings feel embarrassed this easily. It's actually so sickening. I'm so sorry. The word is sickening. Why? Like I said, I break out in hives when I see it because I'm very sensitive and I can feel people when they are feeling things. It is not my fault. So when I feel it, I want to actually throw up. Do you get me? I'm like, wow, are you easily embarrassed like this? Maybe one day I'll talk about humiliation because that's also something that I'm very well versed in, in terms of the wisdom aspect. Do you get me? So ghosting, I, have, I hope I've not lost my, my train of thought. Let me try and get it back. <laughs> Let me try and get it back. The wisdom, right? Transmuting, right? In order to be able to ghost, you have to have been ghosted on. You understand? In order to be able to teach, you have to have gone through the experience in order to give that wisdom don't be afraid to look dumb to learn wisdom oh my days don't be afraid and that's what i'm saying about this embarrassing stuff like sometimes you can't have those conversations with people because you know that they will explode they'll fall apart they'll actually metaphorically die because you've called them out on something wow if i can call you out on something that is a certain way i don't know how we can do things we're not meant to for each other. You have to identify what is your playground. Some people are meant for higher stakes, okay? Ask yourself if you're one of them. So emotional intelligence really plays a part. There's no judgment in people that are not that emotional intelligent. There isn't. It's just that why do you have to be there? Do you get me? My problem with people that are not emotionally intelligent and they lack that maturity is that they try to bring you down to that level in which you're not in your authentic self you're not acting from integrity they want you to bend to how they are and fold i'm not there for that please fuck off not there for that so that's my thing i avoid them all i don't even see them and they know it they know it don't worry one day we'll talk about other things they know it i always make people know that this is where i stand i'm not free to say this is my line and look subtly is very important so that's what i that's all I want to say about when did you first go somewhere? <laughs> what's the first memory? So that's basically everything with what's the first memory of you being ghosted. I love how we just went down this rabbit, um, what do you call it, rabbit hole. The next one, what's your, your opinion on ghosting? When is it right and when is it wrong? For me, right, I'll say, I'll leave that when is it right and when is it wrong to you people and I would love your opinion. Maybe if you start a page or something, it's like, mm. I would love that. I would love that. I would. 
<laughs> but really what's your opinion on ghosting i'll tell you mine of course i've already said a lot i think ghosting is very interesting i really enjoy it i really really enjoy it one of my teachers mariam hasna she said that she has conversation spiritually and then she just leaves physically that's how i am as well honestly who has the time like i'm literally in pain thinking about having to exercise my my strength to get somebody that doesn't understand and doesn't want to understand and doesn't want to see themselves to see my points i don't have time for that fuck off please so ghosting is the best bet and let me tell you something okay it'll be in our next section ghosting right mm. This section is called the people worth ghosting. Now, who are who are the people worth ghosting? I'll tell you. Narcissists. Who are narcissists? People that want to drain you, use you, control you, abuse power, abuse you emotionally, verbally. All these people that want to have some form of control and power over you need to be crushed. And ghosting is a very good way to do it. Oh God! Even as I say it, I just feel so much joy. Oh no is this bad i love it <laughs> i'm turned on as like literally ghosting makes me feel so good doing it i wouldn't lie i wouldn't lie oh i wouldn't lie now that i thought about this i mean if we're talking about me being vive i never come out into the personal world i'm fighter outside right you know this but like i've still experienced ghosting as fighter and i've been okay with it yes so i take the pain I will take it. I take the pain because I'm a real bitch. I've told you people before. I practice what I preach. If I'm ghosting, I don't care if somebody's ghosting me. That means better luck next time for me. I don't go around to ghost people as revenge. Oh, no, no, no. I identify. Do you get me? That's all I'm saying. Like, oh, I love it. And even the pain gives me pleasure. Why? Because like I said, this pain is in order for you to lean into it so that it can break some things inside of you that were stagnant. Hello? What the fuck am I saying? Are you getting me? Look, there's pleasure in pain, oh. There's pleasure in the right pain. Oh, God. And there's no sweeter, sweeter pain than heartbreak. Oof. I tell you, you'll cry. You'll be shook by sweat to you. That beautiful period where you're like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to become the best version of myself. That's what I live for. Oh, I said in 2019, I, I had my best body. Oh, my hair was red. That's when I dyed the hair red. I didn't know my name was going to be Viv until December. I was already Viv by June because they had broken my heart. I said I needed to come back. And I came back with red hair and I looked fucking amazing in it. Fucking amazing. Hello? My, oh, if you see my body, I was training with my personal trainer every morning. Okay, twice a, twice a week, twice a week or three times. <laughs> twice a week or three times. Ah, I was eating well. I was eating right. The body was tight. The clothes were fit. Oh my, oh God. You can check me out on YouTube. <laughs> season three. I came out with season three of Onola's Corner. Girl. What did I call it? Did I call it real talk? I called it real talk with Onola. Girl, RIP baby. This bitch has been going through it. Uh, she has come out beautifully each fucking time. A phoenix. A fucking phoenix. Are people listening to me? Like tap into heartbreak don't look for it <laughs> let it find you but don't be afraid of it i remember i actually went for an event recently to um, perform and one one of my clients that i saw there her message was to lean into that pain from the betrayal that she had gone through because her biggest success is coming from it. Be that girl. Focus on your vision. Use that thing to tap into the deepest aspects of you. Find out who you really are and come out and show the world. Hello? Hello? Oh, I must talk about heartbreak. Ah, oh, I must talk about heartbreak. But let me go back to what I was saying. Ah, I got so passionate. I'm really so turned on. I cannot lie to you. When I say turned on, I mean on fire. Jeez, I can't even breathe. <laughs> hold on let me write this down so i don't forget heartbreak what the fuck like i'm talking about something that lights me the fuck up what okay get you topics that light you up babies get you something all right all right let's go back the people worth ghosting i said it narcissist right um 
um, narcissist men that no boys in the bodies of men that have low self-esteem that are insecure and as a result want to project that insecurity onto a woman that they deem is submissive enough to be manipulated and you know coerced into being who they want her to be those are the people that you ghost ah and it hurts them oh god it hurts them oh god I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, I'm sitting on some gold stories and I'm like, nah, I'm not going to share yet. I just want to sit, sit down and really feel the temperature. Oh, when you ghost on, when you ghost on those people. Oh my God. Oh God. Listeners, I am going through it. I love what is happening here. I'm no, I'm on fire. I'm really, really happy. I can't like to you. So those are, that's one person. Or one group of people that are worth ghosting on. Narcissistic ex-boos. Narcissistic people that you know. And then bring it to frenemies. This could be um, males. This could be females. You know, masculine energies, feminine energies, whichever. Frenemies. Those are people that are worth ghosting. People that secretly hate you but want to be in your corner. So that when you make it, they are there. People that want to sit on your star or get from your star. People that know that you add value to their life but are upset about the value that you hold. God forbid. Oh, can the church say amen? Remove them. Rebuke them. Ghost on them. Oh, I'm feeling the spirit. Ghost on them. They are sick. Who the fuck are they talking to? frenemies oh no worth worth ghosting on worth ghosting on and you feel the vibe mm, don't worry maybe we'll talk about that soon as well you know there's so much to talk about and i just i'm ready to talk about them with you baby i'm ready all right second one two no three toxic family members hello i know that some people are really getting what i'm saying right now i know that your hand is in the air and i feel you toxic family members monitoring spirits People that don't want to see you succeed. People that have secret rivalry with your parents or more. Meaning that you don't know in Yoruba for my internationals. Um, yeah. Toxic family members, they're sick. People, and let me tell you something. Me, I'm Nigerian, you know. I'm very much an African woman that is aware of the spiritual elements of life. Very aware of traditional elements as well in terms of our culture and different ways in which people can manipulate life in order to get what they want. What am I saying? Toxic family members that give off that vibe that see anything can happen. I can use something on you so that I can, you can just pass away. Oh, no, I said it all run away remove rebuke cast away toxic family members they're worth ghosting i don't care if you're ghosting like 50 people if they're worth ghosting remove them remember that we had this episode on quality over quantity if you're not finding quality my bud ah i can't even speak ah god if you're not finding any quality it's okay. Just run away. Move. Keep moving. You'll find your people outside. This is why people are talking about choosing family now. Do you get what I'm saying? I got you. So that's three, right? Toxic family members. So what do we have? We have narcissists, which comes in the forms of guys. Women can also be narcissists as well. You get me? But they fall under different categories. Frenemies. You understand? Um, oh, God. I hate frenemies with my soul. Oh, but in, the, way I, the way I did the countdown is exactly how i feel about it in terms of um preference like not preference sorry in terms of hatred number one narcissistic men number two frenemies number three toxic family members if anybody has number four and five they can give me but this um top three is mine okay thank you um what do i want to say again so <laughs> I'm laughing because my last section is best ghosting stories. This is for you, you listeners. Please, you remember I said that we have some engagement boxes on our page. Feel free to just do what you need to do. I got you. I'll answer. But best ghosting stories, what are yours? <sighs> I want to share. I want to share. I want to share. I want to share. I will share. I'll share these two stories because they're my best. I will share these two stories because... It really, really adds some kind of warm, liquid feeling down my spine. Ah, oh, I have to admit that I'm partially no okay. <laughs> I love things that are like this. All right, this. I'm actually, yeah. 
my soul is just different okay so let's go on a short break and then i'll come back with my stories thank you I figured that I'll just give a general overview. I think I had two best ghosting stories and it was similar. It had to do with men and no, grown men. No, not grown men. It had to do with grown boys. And what happened was that I ghosted both of them based on the fact that they just didn't have my way of connection. They were insecure. They were unhappy with themselves. They were seeking a woman to be the brunt of their pain. <laughs> and I laugh and it may be disturbing for like normal people. I must say I'm not a normal person. I am definitely not okay. But some of us are the ones that enter those corners where people don't really understand what is going on. I want to say where people don't really understand what is going on. People that are not like them. I really think of myself as somebody that is really in those dark, ugly places, understanding what is going on and coming out. So that's what I mean. Like, that is normal. So that happened. And I said to myself that, oh, oh, oh this is the game, right? Fuck this. And then I go said them, both of them. Now, I'm saying this at the same time because it was a similar story two years apart yeah two years apart so you see how you can repeat relationship patterns why do you keep going to a certain caliber of grown boys why because there's something inside of you that is insecure and seeking a void don't worry we'll talk about it in another topic but one thing i wanted to say is that it, it felt good ghosting them you see the thing with certain people like that <sighs> <laughs> And these are the people that I was saying fall under, under narcissists. Because when I think about narcissists, I think I think about both genders. But I think about how it's more prevalent in men and more subtle in women. Okay. It's very subtle in women. It's so scary. And being a woman is beautiful because you really learn subtle energy. But that narcissism that is subtle in a woman is so fucking scary. It's so fucking scary. Because you don't see it. Men give it off so easily. It's in the way they talk. It's in the way they carry themselves. They say shit. But people think it's, it makes sense. But it's not making sense, bitch. It's not making sense. Point being is that <laughs> these, these people, these people that I was interacting with had a certain dark to them they were lost souls seeking women to be the projection of their pain thank you and this is how life is if you really look at it there are a lot of grown boys i don't really like the sound of grown boys boys in men's bodies is really what i want to say thank you boys in men's bodies there are a lot of boys in men's bodies that Oh, God, it even hurts me to say it's so heartbreaking that seek women to destroy. It's a, it's a normal thing. It's been happening from the beginning of time. And I don't know why it made me so bloody angry to look at a woman that is a star and see the man that she's with. And it's not, oh, it's about energy. Like, oh, my God, it's so painful to think. But basically what I'm trying to say is that these men were looking for me as of course i'm a light i'm beautiful and honestly when i say beautiful i mean in terms of energy thank you so much i have to give myself credit to that i am beautiful inside so that glow will show itself and people like that find me okay and that's why somebody like me needs to have strong boundaries because those defenses are low and leeches and narcissists can very much spot somebody that is easy target. don't make yourself an easy target darling remember i said be killed kill or be killed and you want to do the killing not um physically please <laughs> spiritually before they say it's my podcast that spiritually spiritually please anyway what I'm saying is that these men were doing that. We're looking for me for that. And you know something? I said this in romance with a dash of honey and spice. I will not lie to you. They found me because I was also looking for them. I want to be very honest with you. When I say shadow in this space, I mean it. I mean, let's talk about the things that people are not talking about. Because I've been there. That's been my experience. I was also seeking people like that for a reason. Because I'd experienced it earlier on when I didn't have power over myself. And I didn't win. And I wanted to win again. This is how people tend to date. 
not a blanket statement, but it is. You find that men are also looking for women to project their hatred for their mother onto their partner. It is what it is. You can't imagine somebody that is so close to his mom hitting his wife. Or you can't imagine a man hitting his wife in general. I'm just like, because for me as a person, when I think about partnership rights, I think about, you love your partner. Ah, this is your partner. Any man that I see having a slight irritation towards his wife, I'm like, who the fuck is this guy with? Like, who the fuck is he talking to? Or who the fuck is he doing that? That's how I see partnership. So to see people do that, I genuinely don't, don't judge because of this. The same way, if I judge somebody like this, I also may have stories in which I've done that for somebody. Does that make sense? So let's not say, let's just say everybody has childhood trauma that they're figuring out and they shouldn't involve other people inside. That's the truth. But my point is that I realized that these people were looking for a projection. God forbid. I've already been punching bag in my past lives. I'm not going to do that for a man in my life, in this lifetime, never, never. And not a man, a boy in a man's body. Oh my God. Because a real divine man, you know, I've always said there's a distinction. A divine man will never, a divine man seeks to pour, not destroy. The whole point of these boys in men's bodies trying to find women and partners is women that glow, women that are trophies that they can suck dry and change and transform into who they want right and when she becomes who they want in, in order to please him he'll go outside and go and find opposites because now there's no longer something to look forward to i've changed i've morphed into what i want you're no longer a there's a word you're no longer uh, there's a word you're no longer a challenge i think that these people look for and i don't want to even just put it on men but really honestly i just want to put it on men <laughs> I do, I do actually, I take that back because I try to be balanced and fair, but really this is my one-sided perspective and I literally think in black and white. This is so hard for gray, so I'm not going to force it here. My thing is, yeah, it is so somehow to think about how you want to find somebody that has light to drain for yourself and this light that they drain, they can never sustain it within themselves. It's not possible. These people are filled with all kinds of holes. So my point is that with partnership, no. Ghost those people that are just not that that are just terrible. Ghost those people. So I ghosted those people though. And what I love, this is the game that I'm trying to play. Because like I said, as I, as these people found me, I'm not going to say, oh, they just found me and they deceived me. I allowed myself to be deceived. I wanted to be open to that. I wanted to be in there as well. Yes, that is me doing my thing. We all have our journeys. I wanted to be in there. I wanted. To, I had a mission, so I went in in there, played the game, and then at the very last moment, when because these people were actually quite, you know, dark and shadowy, when it was final move, you know, Queen's Gambit checkmates. I just removed myself at the right time. And what I love, and I think this is why <laughs> I believe in the long game, or I believe because I don't believe in the long game for the wrong things anymore. But like, ah, is the falling apart of the whole thing that is the beautiful thing for me. It's kind of like exploding something and watching it just explode. I find so much joy in it. And this is what happened with my ghosting story. These two people, two years apart, right? Like that th these situations happened. Um they're similar similar personalities the only difference is that the one that was recent was i would like to say weaker or more fearful of me because i was more of a stronger personality you understand as well I, I stood up for myself i didn't allow rubbish anyway so i know that that wasn't as severe as the other one either way i put myself out at the best moment and then i watched them scramble i watched them fall apart and there's this beautiful thing that i tend to do that i'll give you to use <laughs> oh i should write a book there's this beautiful thing that i use when you're ghosting someone right and it's these kind of men you have to remember something that they've said before that they said that they didn't like, something that is a pet peeve, something that grinds their gears, something that when they, when you did it the first time, they really lost it. Do you get what I'm saying? Hold on to that information. Just, just 
think of you as putting a disc somewhere or a book in a library. I'm just saying what happens to me naturally. I don't think about it, it just happens. It's stored somewhere. Then when I'm ready to ghost, I bring out the book out of nowhere and I just remember that thing that they said they didn't like. Maybe one day doesn't like it when you don't respond and they see the blue ticks. <laughs> so for that one, what I did was that when they sent that message, just as a month after ghosting, they've been trying to get back in contact and all of that. I was minding my business because they can never believe it. They think that they have you under their thumb. And honestly, give some of them that impression until it's time. But don't stay in those things. Let me be honest. I'm speaking based on me working in that realm. I'm speaking based on me being there and saying, you don't have to be here. Leave earlier. I was there for a short while. Let me just say that. Anyway, whew. so then, so what? So after ghosting and everything, and that person was scrambling. It was really nice to see the scrambling. Ugh. What happened was that the person came back a month after the ghosting to say that they were in my city. They would like to meet up. I didn't answer for the first two days. And then I remembered the blue tick thing. So I went to my city. <laughs> I put on the blue ticks and then I opened the message. So the blue ticks were there and then I went back. Oh, he never contacted again. Oh, I loved it. Ooh, get the message because these people tend to come back a month after, two months after. Why? Ego. It's not flattery, it's ego. They want to win as well. I've always played games with narcissists, I'll be honest with you, because that's the playground that I'm very well versed in, you know, did primary school there, did high school there, did secondary school there, did kindergarten there, I missed it. I've That's where I was coming from, you know what I'm saying? So those games are beautiful games for me. I'm sharing them based on, I'm not encouraging it, but I have to share them so that you can be like, oh, wow. So that's what's on the other side. Yes, this was on the other side. Take advice, but don't like you know glorify anything i'm sure you won't anyway so well my thing is um what was i saying um what was i saying so yeah i played that game i did that thing of the so one so these people came back one month that person came back a month after and i said i said that they come back because of ego they also want to win and like i said or maybe i haven't said it with the ego and narcissists they have to win and when they don't win they lose it i've been on both sides of the game that's why i can't play the game right you have to be in this life you can't say you want to be a winner at a time if you don't know what losing is like excuse me you have to be on both sides of the game the winner and the loser excuse me i'm just saying look life is like fucking chess if you don't have to play the physical chess at least play the brain chess because that's what it's like oh all right, we're back. So I said that I ghosted the guy and I knew that it was painful because I'd already gotten to know how insecure the person was and how that strength, that um, display of aggression that they tended to show was just to try to make somebody submissive, but they were really scared of me. And I decided to know my power. I didn't have to be where I didn't need to be. So watching the person scramble kind of made me understand this thing I'm getting to know now. Certain people like that are people that I'm just going to label them as insecure. They need you by them to feel some form of worth. and But they wouldn't treat you right because they resent you for what you have. So they have to bring you down to their low level, which is why you don't interact with low lives. They have to bring you down to that level so that you feel like you're scum and you stay with them. You get me? So when you leave, it's a show of hand by them scrambling because it shows how much power you had but you may not have been aware of so i always love to see that scramble i love people i love to remind people about who the fuck i am and when i say people i really mean in these situations because that's really where my mind is focused on i love to see them scramble especially when they were not honoring who i am as a person i don't need to tell somebody how to you know, take care of me. I can communicate what is meant to be communicated. But if I can see subconsciously, you don't give a fuck. I'm going to go where people give a fuck about me and more. And when you scramble, it's really just embarrassing for me to witness because it's like, oh, so now you know somebody is here. But really, it's not like they know who you are now. It's just that they want to feel like they can have you. They don't want that lack of access. 
So after ghosting this person, I revoked all access. You can't see my stories. You can't see anything. End of story. And that's that's how we ended. And to today, I know that there's sometimes when I, my, my name still goes to that person's mind. You have to look, leave an imprint. That's for me, that was my yearbook sign out. So that when you meet another woman, hopefully somebody that is even like me, because for you to have also met me, you were seeking somebody that could challenge you and, you know, oppose you the next woman you meet you meet will probably be like me and more so it's kind of like a lesson if you're interested in somebody's life transform it by just being yourself and that's what i did so i left and i moved on because i knew who the fuck i was um the two years after this a guy that was similar in personality but very much more subdued it was the same thing i realized that oh said person wants to do this game of i have a woman but I'm keeping her by the side. Look at me. Am I somebody that I can keep by the side? And when I say by the side, like everything else takes precedence over her. That's not the kind of person I am, especially when you've made it clear that this is how you want, you want to be involved with me in a on a certain level. And I don't like liars. I don't like when people say things just to make people like them. That's not my thing. So I don't like that around me. Either way, when I realized and clocked, I knew that I didn't have to talk too much. I sent the necessary message. That time I was even practicing that whole thing of not ghosting, but having a conversation, quote unquote. I know myself and I know what works for me. I knew that I didn't need to do, I, I knew that I didn't have to do this, but I wanted to try and test this theory out that am I ghosting too much or am I just knowing that there are some people that are not worth having conversations with? Either way, send the text message. Thanks for this experience. I'm okay. Like this is where I get off now to the guy. This is um in summary. And, you know, he responds, he says his own things and it's just funny what he says. Then you can see him scrambling over the weekend. And I stand my ground. I say, I'm not interested. Now you want to see me, but you didn't want to see me before because quote unquote work, no problem. Don't come and see me now. You know, there was a back and forth. Usually I don't engage in back and forth with low lives. But I engage in that back and forth in order to see whether or not it's me that is the issue with this whole not having conversations, you know, you know, maybe I don't people don't have to ghost all the time. You know, testing out the theory, that's how I do things. I'm open to learning things about myself. If it's true, but I find that when I'm testing out theories, they're just projections that people want to put on me to lower my defense mechanisms. Because ideally, if I was acting from a higher place, I wouldn't have engaged in this. I'd have said, I've already broken up with you. I don't know why through this is that you're trying to see me. I've already been here. Like, this is something I was dealing with with my past self 10 years ago. So, like, I know this game so well. I'm so well-versed in how it goes. There's a structure. There's a step. There's a dance. And I knew that this was my finale. So, the whole back and forth thing <laughs> was so funny. But anyway, I could tell that it was just an avenue to win the girl back through lies, right? To say, okay, I'm ready to step up now. No, darling, it's not when I'm at the door that you're trying to step up now. Why do you want to do that? You know, it doesn't make sense to me. I saw it was an ego game here. I, w I want what I want. I want to get my way. Never. And I stood my ground and ended with take care. You get me? And then afterwards... Uh, yes, I'll say this. This may sound like strange to you. Afterwards, the person kept messaging me for a month. You know, I wouldn't re respond. Halfway, the person was like, so you're not going to respond to me now. I didn't respond. The person was devouring my um, content. And I let that happen. There's a way you do this. And the thing is to, you know, let people feel like <laughs> the doors are still open, right? And but the thing is with a narcissist, they don't want to see you living your best life without them. They want to believe based on ego that you're the best thing or they're the best thing that ever happened to you. And so you being happy without them and they can see it riles them up. So I could feel energetically as the person kept sending messages towards the end of the month that the person was riled up behind those hearts and symbols. Long and short of it is that the person ended up sending a farewell message, which ended up in me playing another game of waiting a couple of days before responding and catching the person on our wares with my own words. Now, let me tell you about cycles in life. This moment took me back to the moment in which, which I decided that I wasn't going to be interacting with the person from two years ago. And I think a part of my ego wanted to have told the person about themselves. 
you see what i'm saying with this ghosting thing you want to say what's on your mind you want to open that person's eyes to what your problem with them is but when you're talking to a foolish person that doesn't want to listen or read or understand what you're saying because they need to win like i said i don't interact with low lives that's where you're at that's not where i'm at i'm too intelligent for that yes you feel yourself being dumb because you're talking to a dummy so I wanted from that two years ago, I didn't say always on my mind about the person. I now see that it was good that I didn't because those people are not the kind of people to say those things to. Narcissists can't hear any, um, what's the right word? Criticism. They fall apart. So bringing it back to this one, I said this is my opportunity to tell this person about himself. And I did. And I'm happy that I did. And like a normal abusive person would be, the person said, I don't have the energy for this right now. I don't, I'm not in the same place you're at. I just wish you well. Because the, the farewell message you crafted was about wishing me well and saying all these elaborate things, which I dissected and broke down and, you know, diffused because they were all just grandiose ways of speaking. That's how these people are. They are just saying things that are rubbish, <laughs> plastered with beautiful things around it. I can say that's because I've been there. I've also been a person like that. So are we saying that when I'm speaking on a perspective, it's also because I've been on the other side as well. I'm not judging. I've studied and I'm giving my analysis about it. Or is it my analysis of it? Yes. So either way, this person... When they send that message, this is how a narcissist is. They want to rile you up. You understand? They want to feel like they're important still in your life. Two. Three. They want to gaslight you so that you're riled up even more. Please, I've played this game before. So when the person sent that message of, I just wish you well, I just blocked the person. I'd already said everything I needed to say. You know, I called them a liar. I called them a pretender. Oh, and I love the way I don't say it outrightly. I say it with beautiful words. I'm a poet. I never insult. It's the way the sentence is crafted that makes you feel insulted. Please. Subtlety. Feminine. Uh. That's why I learned from where I grew up, that playground that I grew up in. I learned everything that I needed to learn. And I'm still learning to this very fucking day. This is how life is. This is how you speak. And sometimes my ego may be like, no, you should have insulted them. You should have said more. No, because I know who I am when I'm heated up. I can't call myself back to center. So I don't allow myself to step out of it. So that's what happened with this story. The person was, ah. So when I blocked the person after that last message, because let me tell you something. I know this person so well because I know narcissists so well. You said all of that to try and gaslight me, to make, you feel, to make me feel like what you said wasn't anything important. What I said wasn't anything important. But you're still typing furiously. You're typing for your life. And I made sure to send the message during a working day. <laughs> So at 10 a.m. in the office, you're scrambling for your life. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, so the person was typing furiously. You've already said that you wish me well, but you're still typing furiously because you're trying to create comebacks for what I've given you. I've given you basketballs and you can't have it. So you're trying to send back. I just blocked the person. And there's nothing that people hate more than being blocked mid-type. And I did that, right? Then what did I do? I blocked the person on all form of socials and numbers. Because I wanted to make sure that it was at the right time that all doors were closed at the right time. That's how you close and control access to your palace. That's how you do it. You play a fucking game. And you make sure that you know the game that you're playing. Because if you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. But if you're playing a game that is integral to who you are as a person, bitch. You overcome it and you'll be victorious. And that's what happened there. Imagine seeing somebody for one month. You're pestering them with messages. You're pestering them. You're thinking you're getting to them. And all of a sudden, all forms of contact are, are closed. Hello? For a narcissist, they can run mad. And I just imagined it. Ah, wow. It's like a fucking orgasm, really. Like, I'm just imagining it. And the thing is that you have to really be in tune. Because it's not something that you can witness. It's something that you feel in your guts that is happening. So that happened, right? The person was blocked. Two months later, the person shows up. Very creepy. And the person requests access to where I am. Of course, I denied the person entry. You understand? Now, I don't know at that point when that happened, whether it was my voice, my instinctual voice or my ego voice that was saying, so this person, this is creepy or this or that, right? But I realized that if there's somebody that already doesn't listen, what I'm going to do is act in a way like that this is creepy. Does that make sense? I'm learning that that's how the world works because people really don't listen. 
And I'm also at fault for not listening as well, which is why that's one of my intentions for this season. But the ones that really can't hear anything unless you're saying what they want you to hear, what they want you to say are the most dangerous. So the person shows up, there's a huge distance between us, between where they're calling from and where I am, right? So I'm safe. But the person shows up with the intention of me coming out to meet them. Why would I meet somebody that I've blocked two months ago? Are you getting what I'm saying about ego and narcissism? Let me be honest with you. I've been stalked before 10, 12 years ago, but an expired person is who I was stalked by. So I know this thing. And I'm thankful that it's never been more dangerous than it could have been. Because me, I, I know myself, I know my life, I know my story, I know my protective mechanisms, right? So I know this storyline. So when this happened, you have to be very calm, very calm. You don't push over, but you're not insulting. It's a crazy person you're talking to. So from when that person stalked me back in the day, and um, this person came, I was already like remembering that and I already had my instructions on file. I was calm. I said, okay, what's going on? And the person said, please, can you come outside? And I said, no, that's not going to happen. And the person was shocked. Like I could see the person through video. The person was shocked. I was like, what? (laughs) You're shocked. That's the ego of a narcissist. And I said, that he said, what? I said, I'm not going to come outside. I'm not coming outside and I'm not going anywhere. The person I said, so you're not going to come outside then. <laughs> do you get what I'm saying? You're talking to a dummy. So what did I do after that? I said, no, I'm not. And then I dropped the phone, right? They were shocked that the phone was dropped. But let me tell you a gag. That's one of the pet peeves of that person that I remembered. And that was the finale. Checkmates. Because as I dropped that phone, the guy was triggered. Triggered, taking him back to his childhood days where he realized, no, nobody should ever drop the phone on me. I can't have it. I did that. Looked at the camera as he was going through his emotions and saw the person reverse. Girl, one of my cousins was like, the person came back so that you would unblock them. A narcissist always wants access to you. Your access is important. Me, I'm highly protected. This is a spiritual babe. Nothing can touch me. Everybody's journey is different. That happened. But for me, those are my best ghosting stories. Why? I'm turning these bitches out the door where before they'll be lying down and lounging in my house. Yes. These people have been regular visitors before. I mean, never so severe. Enough for me to handle. But I've noticed that that was a pattern that I've now really removed from my life because it could have been even worse. And I've always said that there's a favor around me that has made me just touch the tip of something. But if I looked on the other side, I'd be like, whoa, there's so much. This is, there's even worse than this. You know what I'm saying? That's me being vulnerable. Because I'm be honest, this ghosting story, it's because of the past that I've been able to ghost in my future. Or yeah, in my future from the past self that I was then. Do you get me? The person that I was then couldn't do that. But through learning by being the loser, I learned to be the fucking winner. I don't know where I learned that whole, I don't know where it came from, but I said, let me share it. Let me share some gold. Where I learned the whole, hold on to that one pet peeve. I don't know where it came from, but I've used it to, as my last move in all the games and I've been done with it. And that's what ended the game for good. You know, I think that's impressive for me as a person. So the finale for that person that I ghosted was that dropping of the phone. That person hits that thing and that just made the person go home. But wouldn't you be embarrassed to show up and try and see someone and to be turned back? You're sick. <laughs> You're sick. Nothing can happen to me in this life. And these people don't know it. But I can assure you that from battling the most demonic people in real life, I feel like I can really take upon the the deeper challenges of spiritual life because of what I've overcome physically. And what is beautiful is that the spiritual life comes before the physical. So if I'm killing bitches in this physical life, metaphorically, it means that spiritually, I'm in fact, I'm slaying, I'm destroying. I've already done everything. Does that make sense? This is what Gustin has done for me. Even saying this has liberated me because I feel so proud 
of myself for those stories. I feel so proud for putting myself first. I feel so proud for not allowing myself to be used because a lot of these grown boys are opportunists. They want to find a woman as a tool to utilize and take from. And that's why a lot of them do find women to impregnate. It's There's a way that they've hooked onto you forever. So I just want to put out that game there and say that, yeah, that's a formula. These are what these people are looking for, for you to be a slave. There's no love. There's no partnership with a narcissist. You're going to be somebody that's playing along to their game. You're going to be a smaller version of yourself. You're going to be a non-existent version of yourself, really, because they're going to feed you an identity that they need you to be so they can be better, you know, so they can feel better about themselves. So, yeah. Wow. No, I'm so happy to have said all of this. This is the ghosting episode. And yes, the story that I told was more of a, from an analytical place. But yes, that's how it should have been told. Yes, this is how we do things in Viv's Castle. Girls, oh, I'm so happy. This episode, badass. Thank you so much for listening. I don't know if I have any closing statements. I think I should put like a conclusion. In conclusion, I do believe that ghosting is a good thing when used in the right way. I think it's the best protective mechanism to prevent and protect your energy from being utilized and engaging in back and forth with low lives. A low life is somebody that really doesn't have anything going on for them through the interactions that they're having with you. They want to bring you down to their level. And let me tell you something, I'm not for demoting anybody to anybody's level anymore. Like, And one thing I do want to note again is that in order for me to have relayed this information i had to have played the role of the loser and the winner you know this is how i learned my formula and my strategy everybody's strategy is different but i would love for us as women to think about our own strategy as our own personal selves and look at our lives let's also not be ashamed of the dark and shadowy parts of life that we've interacted and engaged with i'm not ashamed because that's a huge part of me and that's a huge part of what defined the life that i have now so when we're able to embrace those things that people don't really talk about that are usually taboo me i'm a taboo person i really enjoy talking about things that we don't like to talk about because that's where the truth lies that's where the real key to life lies so i'm so happy to have shared that with you to have even shared these stories with you because till now i'm still i just feel like one should even have a t-shirt ghost narcissist like i'm a narcissist hater i hate them to the core i believe in crushing their egos because their egos are so fragile i believe in actually like being disgusting towards them they it really really makes my heart swell but that's from me growing up on that playground you don't need to find them if they don't find you you know what i'm saying Another thing that I said before is that we should watch out for our patterns in dating and in friendships. In fact, in relationships in general, why do we find ourselves in the same places with different people playing the same roles? What aspects of ourselves have we not fixed that is still bringing these things to our lives? And how can we end it? Because for me, once I dropped that phone on that person the last time, Something said to me, you've concluded this mission, like this thing of dating for a vendetta, this thing of not engaging with people that are your type, this thing of really being with men that despise you because all of these were jealous lovers. That's the truth. So I know firsthand what it's like to be with a partner that doesn't like you, despise you, despises you, is jealous of you, actually wants you half dead so that they can have some form of life and power over you. I know that firsthand. But once that phone dropped... And I've realized my mistakes and my patterns that makes me still find myself in these situations. I said, no, thank you. I don't need this anymore. I'm too grown for this shit. And that was the last and final time. I've been smarter since then, as far as Viv, as all my girls. I know who the fuck I am. And I just need little things like this to remind me, to re cause me to remember. And that's why I said, lean into heartbreak, disappointment, betrayal, anything that broke you. Because in that brokenness, you find some beautiful light that without that breakage occurring, you wouldn't have been able to realize what's inside of you. Allow heartbreak to bloom you, to give you space to bloom. Um, but this, these stories for me went heartbreak. I'm just saying, allow pain and stuff to do that for you. Because I want to be very, very clear. Like my heart has never broken in any of these ghosting situations. Because like I said, I was there for a vendetta and a mission. And as I say this, I'm very proud of myself, which is why I want to give a vote of thanks. I would like to thank myself for being a badass bitch for closing cycles and ending patterns and knowing that she needs to embody higher standards, have higher values or better values, carry herself in a greater way and really vibrate on a level with which these energies no longer find you, they can't see you.
yes vote of thanks to myself Ah, and vote of thanks to you listeners. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. It's a cold, rainy day right here in my city. It's New Year's Eve. I'm grateful to you all for just being amazing badasses and rocking with me. Thank you for being with me in my queendom. Thank you for walking through the castle doors with me or is it castle walls with me? No, we're bringing it bigger, better next year. You trust me. Trust my ministry. Trust my ministry. This girl... I will take you to higher heights. You will expand. You will explode with happiness and joy and pleasure. Honey. Okay. So thank you so much for listening once again. This was a lovely, great episode. And Happy New Year. Love you.